Welcome to First Laughs, a show about starting out, standing up. I'm Jason Crane. On today's show, living and dying in Central PA. I did two shows last weekend that were essentially comedy in a nutshell. The first show was in front of a crowd that was very well suited to the way, so far, I do stand-up comedy. I felt comfortable enough that I improvised most of the second half of my set, and it went over pretty well. No huge laughs here, but a decent performance that I felt really good about. The second show, as you'll hear... Not quite so much. Let's start on a higher note, though. The first show was a benefit for an animal shelter called Paws, and for those of you not in central Pennsylvania, there's one joke that we'll need explaining, which is that in central Pennsylvania, that that A-W sound usually gets an L put at the end of it. So draw becomes drawl, saw becomes saw, law becomes lol, etc. So that will explain, hopefully, the, the joke early on in this set. I think there's a few little skips in the audio, but you'll get the gist. And you can hear what it sounded like when I did pretty well. Tabletop down, laughter up. Like I said, we're going to have Joe Mulligan is here. You're going to love him. Joe Mulligan is here. Leanne Lord is here. You're going to love her. She's much awesome comedian and a very, very funny fellow. You're MC for tonight. Please give a warm welcome for Jason Crane. Jason! gonna love me, I noticed that. <laughs> you don't want to set unreasonable expectations for the very first person you're gonna see. You're gonna to tolerate this guy. Give it up for Jason Crane who's coming up now. Thank you, look at that! And you gave it up again as if I were coming up again, but I'm already here. Uh, so how about a big hand for pause? I'm not from central Pennsylvania originally, and for years I thought a guy named Paul was helping all these animals because of the accent here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Some of you get it. Some of you are unwilling to laugh, and I understand why. Maybe you can draw me a picture later. We'll talk about it. We have a lot of animal lovers in the house tonight. I'm an animal lover. I have two cats. My cats are named Ford and Arthur. Does anyone know why those two words go together, those two names? <laughs> Somebody does. Was that Leanne? Oh, that's, uh, that's no fair. Does anyone who isn't the nerdy next comic know why those two words go together? Yes! You are the first person ever. Who, who said that? Raise your hand right there. Thank you. Oh, you're wearing glasses. That's a shock. Congratulations to this guy. Yes, it's from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy because... It's not enough to dress and act and talk like a nerd. It's important that when you invite, like, say, a date to your house for the first time, you can also introduce your cats with the names of not popular science fiction characters. <laughs> it's worked pretty well for me so far. A couple of days ago, Arthur, uh, the more evil of the two, peed on my Star Wars pajamas. <laughs> I'm single, by the way. I just want to put that out there. And I'll be sitting right over here most of the night, so just come right on over. Don't be shy. Trust me. My, I don't know if I said, but my cat peed on my Star Wars pajamas. You're in. That's all there is to it. Uh, and to answer the follow-up question that my, uh, my mother immediately asked, no, I was not in them. 
at the time. It's kind of sad to come home and find... Oh, the Star Wars pajamas, by the way, uh, much like... What was supposed to happen? If I do now, I'm going to be really pissed off. They told me I had four minutes. Um, so Star Wars pajamas, much like uh, the, the sweater that I'm wearing tonight, were purchased for me uh, by my mom. My, this was not bought for me by my mom like when I was in high school and I'm still just as fat. It was bought for me by my mom just last weekend. I'm, yeah, I know. I know. Some of you were chuckling. Yes, I'm a 41-year-old divorced father of two who works in retail and my mom still buys my clothes. And up until last week, I had Star Wars pajamas to wear when I got home at night. <laughs> Did I mention the single thing? Because that's still on, and I'll be right over here for the whole rest of the night. My cats like to pee in all kinds of places. Um, my cats are uh, my cats are very prudish. They are not fans of sex, um, which I know because my cats will pee on the shoes of any woman who comes to my house. Which is inky winter because now I have to have anybody leave their shoes out on the steps, and so they're always frozen you know, when she leaves, and nothing says I'm gonna come back and sleep with this guy a second time, like you're either peed on or frozen shoes at the end of the day. I've hit the single thing a couple times now, right? Okay. Um, it's, it's funny that we still use the word pee for cats, right? We don't use, you don't use pee in polite conversation. Well, I have two small kids. I still say I have to go to the potty when I'm still with just other adults, which is embarrassing. I'll be right back, I need to go use the potty. Yeah, okay, that's fine. We remember when you were fun. <laughs> for uh, as of course because I'm a divorced father of two that implies that at one time I was married and my uh, my ex and I we had a, a cat uh, our first cat named Domino and we adopted her from a shelter in Tucson that is, is much like Paul's the shelter that you guys have here <laughs> this one was run by a woman though and none Pauline let's just say <laughs> Is that actually an order of nuns? This is not a bit, I'm just thinking of that. Aren't there Pauline sisters that you can be? Or a Pauline father or something? No, no Catholics in the room? No laughed Catholics even? What was that? Paulist. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm glad we got that out of the way. That was an important moment in the comedy show, figuring out whether there was a sect of monks or nuns named Pauline, and it turns out they're Paulist. You can learn stuff here tonight, folks. You really can. Um, anyway, this cat, Domino, uh, when we adopted her, this, this shelter in Tucson called the Hermitage had very, very strict rules. And that included two separate visits to your house before you could adopt a cat, where they sat down and interviewed you for like half an hour. And my uh, former wife and I, we were no slouches. We went and we bought all of the cat things that we would need, you know, a, a litter box and uh, dishes and a you know, little place for, for Domino to sleep. But we went one step further. Because uh, Jen was a teacher, and she taught little kids, and she had a label maker to label all the things in her classroom. So we labeled, with the cat's name, all the things in the house that were hers. We, you know, not the bed or the computer, things like that. She didn't get ownership of that stuff for years. But we labeled all the things in the house uh, that were hers. And when they came over, the very first thing that the, uh, the inspector, I guess, saw when she walked in was the two little dishes with Domino, and we were in. <laughs> Uh, Domino lived all over the world. Domino lives in, and I think this is in order, uh, Arizona, Pennsylvania, uh, Yokohama, Japan, New York City, South Hilton Head, South Carolina, New York City again, Concord, New Hampshire, Rochester, New York, and Albany, New York. We had to move that much, uh, mostly because Domino was on the run from the law. 
She was a cat burglar. Thank you. Come on, I got an awe. That's the best pun you were going to hear tonight, the cat burglar joke. God damn it. That was, that's supposed to be the close of my act. No, that's not. But uh, Domino, Domino had been on, uh, I th there's a very real possibility that, that this injury comedy set is about to end on a horribly sad note, so get yourselves ready. Have another drink, folks, would you? Um, Domino had been on just about every kind of conveyance. Uh, she'd obviously flown on many planes, she'd been on boats and ships, she had been in cars, she had been on many trains in Japan. And I was, a, for years, which you can't tell sideways, but for years I was a big bicyclist. Obviously it didn't take. And, uh, and I had a, a cargo bike that could hold a lot of extra stuff. Uh, it long in the back, and people could ride on the back, and it had these big bags and everything. Well, Domino never rode in that, because um, she just refused. But one day I came home from work, and unfortunately Domino, after many, many years being happy, uh, had, had passed away. And I found her there. I was there by myself. It was very, very sad. I loved Domino very much. And there she was. And I thought, now's the time for that bike ride that I could never get her to do. And as God is my witness, <laughs> let's hope he's fake, I put her in her cat carrier. She was not moving. And I put her on the bike. And we took a ride around town. And I don't know if you've ever ridden a bike around town with a dead cat strapped to it. But even though it knows you're carrying a dead cat, you know that you're carrying a dead cat. And there's, you just imagine every person you pass looking at you, right? You're like, you're just waiting for your name to show up in America's Most Wanted. It's the dead cat man. Hide the children. Well, this is going to be an amazing night of comedy. You've survived me. My time is only a few minutes. Give me a, a sympathy round of applause, if you would. Thank you. Oh, that's, fine. that's enough. That's too much, really, I think, for the product that you were delivered just now. Uh, it's, it's going to be an awesome night. I mean, you've got just two killer, killer, killer comics here. I mean, actually, killers. Neither of them are performing under their real names tonight. Um, does anyone here in the room know Neil deGrasse Tyson? By round of applause, other than we know this dude does. Good, all right. So uh, Neil is, you know, like the most famous in the world right now. And uh, our next comic co-hosts a really brilliant thing called Star Talk. She's been on HBO, she's been on Comedy Central, she's been on the BB. She's been everywhere. Would you please give an amazing Paul's welcome to Leanne Lord! Leanne Lord, let her hear it! And now, the rest of the story. The second show was across town at the Ramada Inn. Uh, I had to rush in the car to get there and made it just a couple minutes before showtime because the other show ran a little long. And when I walked in, I saw that it was a room full of camo hats and non-ironic suspenders. And I, I just had a feeling in my stomach that it was not going to go well. I was rushed. I didn't really feel like I had a time to sit down and, and go over my notes. There was no stool on stage. So there wasn't even anywhere to set my notes, so I just had to abandon them and you know do it all from memory. I mean, which is great learning experience, but in front of a crowd already predisposed, I think, not to like my kind of humor. But all of that comes around to a question about what is and is not a good room. 
there's a famous Lenny Bruce bit, a, a long thing about a 20 minute piece that he does uh, called the Palladium about a comic who wants one shot at playing a really good room at playing a big hall. And there is that question about what constitutes a good room. And certainly it is true that depending on your kind of comedy, some groups of people are going to find you funnier than others. The thing is, though, that I live in central Pennsylvania, and this, for the foreseeable future, is where I'm going to work. No one is clamoring to have me, you know, come to their club in Manhattan. So I'm going to be telling jokes in front of audiences of people in central Pennsylvania, and I need to find some way to get over with those folks, because as you'll hear right now, I didn't do so well last weekend. Oh, and I should also say that the microphone was in kind of off to the side on the check-in table, so the audio of this part isn't as good as the audio has been in the other episodes of the show. <laughs> Maybe that's a blessing. Here it is. Hey, Nancy, you're your host tonight, very funny fellow, all right? He's one of our favorite MCs here at Wisecrackers. Please give a warm welcome for your host tonight, Train. Thank you all for being here. Hey, my round of applause. Who's at a Wisecracker show for the first time? And by round of applause, who's been with us before? Very emphatically, that should put everyone else in the room. Thank you. Man, these are the brightest. I swear to God, this is the only dude I can see in this entire room right here. I'm doing this show for you, man, because I cannot see a single thing out here. If you all leave, no one will know, because that's about how many laps I'll probably get over the next four days. Talking about social media is like Strong Thurman talking about a computer, right? I don't understand how the machine works. It's just, you know, the tweets, the hashtags. I just, I love everything about Tom and social media. It's my favorite part of the show. Hey, um, I don't know if there are any English majors here, but another my favorite part of this club is that there's a typo in the sign that all. Wisecrackers meaning people who tell jokes is one word, right? This means smart white people. <laughs> this would also definitely be my favorite part of the story of Jesus' birth, right? When the three wisecrackers showed up. Hi, I'm Clem. This is Earl. This is Delbert. We're looking for a baby. Oh, there he is. He's real cute. Delbert brought him uh, some possum sandals, and uh, I brought him this bear, and I got a gun. You married? You're kind of cute, too. How are you? <laughs> Maybe a call-in show down south? I should say, by the way, while I'm making fun of Southerners, that half my family is from the south, and I moved here from out. Hit my own crew here. I feel I want you to know that. Uh, yeah, maybe a call-in show down south, the Wisecrackers. Call us up. Our number's two. <laughs> feel like there ought to be more numbers. Let's take our first caller. Yeah, hi. I'm not sure which of my, which of my sisters to go for. 
Wide hips are usually good for birthing. Sorry, it's Central PA. That hits a little close to home. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. I know. Turn to your sister and wife as the same person. I get it. <laughs> These lights are awesome. I feel like I'm being interrogated by the police. Not that I know anything about that at all. Um, so, uh, do we have, uh, by round of applause, any, any pet owners in the room? Nice. I'm a uh, I'm a pet owner myself. I have I have two cats. Uh, their names are Ford and Arthur. Does anyone know why those two names go together? Thank you. One other single nerd in the audience. Yes, those two names. Those two names are from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy because it's not enough to to look and dress and act like a nerd. But Sometimes when you invite someone over, you want to be able to, you know, like maybe a date, you want to be able to introduce them to your two cats named after unpopular science fiction characters, just to seal the deal. Last week, uh, one of my cats peed on my Star Wars pajamas. I'm single, by the way, I'm just putting that out there. I'll be sitting over there in the back, right after the show, just come on up. Yes, I have Star, I had Star Wars, I don't have them anymore, I had Star Wars pajamas, purchased for me by my parents. This year, I'm not the same size I was when I was seven or anything. I, was, I don't have a pituitary problem. I wasn't a huge baby. Yeah, my parents bought me Star Wars pajamas this year because, you know, I'm 41, divorced father of two, single, I work in retail. Star Wars pajamas seem like the last nail in the coffin, really, I think, to my mom. My cats are really opposed to sex in general. Which is a drag, because I, I don't share their opinion at all. Think about one of my cats, Arthur, he will he will pee on the shoes of any woman who comes to my house. And nothing says I'm gonna come back here and sleep with you again, like finding urine-soaked shoes outside the bedroom when you're finished. It's weird that we still use the word pee for cats. Then again, I have two small kids. I still sometimes say I have to go to the potty when I'm out with other adults. My, uh, my, my wife and I, my former wife and I, I should say, we had a cat named Domino. And uh, when we adopted Domino, we adopted her from this shelter where uh, before you could adopt a pet, someone had to come over to your house and interview you uh, so that they could check you know, and make sure you were okay for the cat. So we were smart. And we went to a pet store and we bought every kind of pet thing that you could possibly buy. We bought dishes, we bought a litter box, we bought tons of toys, we bought a scratching post, we bought a little house for Domino to live in. And uh, my former wife was a teacher and she had one of those label makers that you could use to label things in the classroom for the kids. Like, you know, this is a door, this is a window, it's a hacksaw, all that kind of stuff. So we made labels and we put Domino's name on everything in the room. And of course, when the person came over and saw that we had a little cat dish named Domino, we had a scratch on the named Domino, we had a couch named Domino, it seemed only right we should have a cat named Domino. We got the cat and we took her everywhere. We took her, uh, I think in, I can do this in order, from Tucson to uh, here in Pennsylvania briefly, to, to uh, New York City, to Hilton Head Island, back to New York City, See, Rochester, New York, and just a little plate of something. Yeah. Just a, and we thank had to you. move so many times okay. because, uh, well, because Domino was on the run from the law. <laughs> she was a cat burglar. 
So there you go. Is there life after death? The existence of this podcast proves that the answer is yes. Thanks so much for listening to First Laughs, the show about starting out, standing up. I'm Jason Crane. (laughs) 